Hey, good morning. It's Friday morning. Thanks for joining us throughout this week as we've studied Psalm 90 together. It's been a, been a great week to study this passage together. I hope you've enjoyed it. I know I've enjoyed going a little deeper each day in the Psalm, so I hope you've got a blessing out of it. Uh, it's been a joy to me. I uh, hope you can, enjoy, you can join us this weekend for worship at St. Matthew's. You can join us in person. There's still time to sign up at stm-umc.org slash reopen. We have a spot with your name on it, so come join us. Or if you're unable to be with us in person, you can always worship with us online uh, at stm-umc.org slash live. So I hope that you'll uh, join us either way, either in person or online this weekend. So thanks for, thanks for being with us this week through Psalm 90, and I look forward to worshiping with you in whatever form, either in person, at the church, in our drive-in service, in the parking lot at 9 o'clock, or online at 8.30 or 11. Today we're going to spend our last day with Psalm number 90, so let me read it to you again. And then we're going to talk a little bit about um, understanding. Lord, you have been our dwelling place in all generations. Before the mountains were brought forth or had ever been formed on the earth or in the world, from everlasting to everlasting, you were God. You turn us back to dust. You say, turn back, you mortals. For a thousand years in your sight is like yesterday when it's past, or like a watch in the night. You sweep them away, they're like a dream, like grass that is renewed in the morning. In the morning it flourishes and is renewed. In the evening it fades and withers. For you are con we are consumed by your anger. By your wrath we are overwhelmed. You have set our iniquities before you, our secret sins in the light of your countenance. For all of our days passed away under your wrath. All of our years come to an end like a sigh. The days of our life are 70 years, or perhaps 80 if we are strong. Even then their span is only toil and trouble. They are soon gone and we fly away. Who considers the power of your anger? Your wrath is as great as the fear that is due you. So teach us to count our days, that we may gain a wise heart. Turn, O Lord, how long? Have compassion on your servants. Satisfy us in the morning with your steadfast love, so that we may rejoice and be glad in all of our days. Make us glad as many days as you have afflicted us. In the many years we have seen evil. Let your work be manifest to your servants, your glorious power to their children. Let the favor of the Lord our God be upon us, and prosper us for the work of our hands. Prosper, or prosper the work of our hands. I want to, we've talked this week about how verse 12, teach us to count or number our days, that we, so teach us to count our days that we may gain a wise heart, really is the, the heart of this passage. I want to talk real brief today about, yesterday we talked about not wasting our life in our living, in our, in our world, beyond our world, in front of the text and I just want to kind of leave you today with a few words uh, that kind of kind of from my heart about life um, teach us to count our days teach us to number our days a thousand years are like yesterday to you I think a lot about when I was younger I mentioned last week that it, I mean this week rather that it says uh, we have 70 years 80 if we're strong and so I'm in in my mid my mid forties and start the downhill slide I joke about, but um, I do think a lot about my mortality now more than I used to. But I don't think about it in a morbid way. I, mean, I still think I'll live forever, um, not just in heaven but on the earth. But I think about a lot of time when I was younger, and I'm not, I'm not talking about the time of my youth. I'm not talking about when I was a teenager or when I was a kid. But I think about a lot now about how when I was in my mid-20s, my late 20s, early 30s, how hot I ran 
I've seen some Facebook memes that say, uh, if you could go back and tell your younger self one thing, what would you go back and tell yourself? And if I could go back in time and talk to 25-year-old Andy or 30-year-old Andy or even 35-year-old Andy, what would I tell him? I'd tell him to calm down and chill out a little bit and enjoy life more. Not be so stressed about it, stressed out about every little thing, but understand that the thing that I was stressed about or the thing that gave me anxieties and worries and fears and a lot of eternity really wasn't much. It wasn't as big a deal as I was making it out to be. I spent a lot of time when I was younger worried about things that really in the light of eternity are not even worthy of worry. And I hope as I've gotten older, I've come to, now you know me, I'm a pretty passionate fella. I get fired up by a lot. But I hope that my passion is reserved for things that are actually worthwhile and not for things that aren't. I wanna reserve my passion for things that really matter like the gospel. Today, honestly, if we're gonna be honest, that thing that you're worried about, that thing that is really gnawing at you, that thing that's really eating at you, that thing that's really taking your joy and your peace, the thing that's really robbing your life, what does it matter in the light of eternity? What does it matter in the light of God's kingdom? What does it matter in the light of God's world? Most of what we spend our passions on are not truly eternal and frankly aren't really worthy of our passion. Maybe it's because I'm getting older and getting more tired. I'm, I, I joke I've only got so much energy nowadays. And I don't want to waste this precious gift of my time. I don't want to waste this precious gift of my passion. I, I don't want to take time away from my family for something that doesn't really matter. And I look back at how often in my life I spent my time on things that didn't matter and sacrificed what did matter. So I talked yesterday about not wasting your life. Well, in many ways, to not waste your life is sometimes not about doing more, but sometimes to not waste your life is about doing less. It's to recalibrate in your life what really matters. Mama used to always say, if the devil can't make you bad, he'll make you busy. So sometimes in our life, we get so busy with things that don't really even matter, that we don't have the time or the energy or the want to, to spend time on what really matters. Oh Lord, teach me to number my days. Teach me to understand that this moment's fleeting, that it'll be gone. And if I only have so much time and so much energy and so much passion and so much ability, to use that on something that is worthwhile and not on something that's fleeting. And to understand that these things that rob my peace and rob my joy and rob my time and rob my efforts and rob my energy and a lot of eternity are not that great and are not that important and actually and truly don't really matter. Today, Calibrate your life by that. 
Calibrate your life by the number of days that you have, that we may have a wise heart. And don't allow the things that you feel like are so important, the things that you feel like are so frenzied, pull you away from what really and truly matters. This life is a gift. For so many years of my life, I ran too hot for my own good and missed the joy of actually living. The time that I have, hopefully many years, I don't want to waste that on things that aren't truly worthwhile. Today, that thing that's gnawing at you, how does that thing measure up to the light of eternity? May we truly live our life the eternal and see our life for the brevity and for the eternal nature that it is and use our passion on what really matters. Hey, love you guys. Pray you have a great weekend. Use your passion on what matters. Use your passion. Be passionate, but use it on what matters. Love you guys. See you Monday morning. Have a great weekend. Hope, we'll hope to see you in church Sunday or worship with you online Sunday. We'll see you Monday morning. Love you. Have a great weekend.